It's Tuesday, October the 10th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And today we are joined by Kathy Leak, and she is our South Carolina director, and she is based in Charleston, where our office is located. And and we've just had a, a great history there in Charleston, especially as we've seen the ministry grow in the areas of foster care and caring for families who've lost their children in foster care, as well as adoption and, and just church partnership through Unadopted. And Kathy is relatively new to this role, and she's been volunteering with us for really the last year, but has recently moved in to be the South Carolina director. And she's coming to us from a long history and a lot of accomplishment at John Maxwell's ministry. And so she comes with just a wealth of experience and knowledge. And Kathy, we're grateful to have you as a part of Lifeline. And just tell folks a little bit about your story. First of all, just your involvement with the ministry that's that's really led you to this place. Well, thanks, Herbie. I'm glad to get to be here today. Um, Several years ago, my high school sweetheart, now husband Jonathan, and I were pursuing adoption through Lifeline. And so we had the opportunity to meet with the then state director. We had two biological children at the time. We now have three. And really that in and of itself is a testament to God's redeeming power that our family was at a place both in our marriage and our family where we were ready to give our family to a child from a hard place. But God ended up calling us to foster care, and we were part of that inaugural group that went through training at Seacoast Church. And about a year ago, I started volunteering with Lifeline. We felt like God was nudging our family to consider me leaving corporate America after about 14 years with John's organization and serving in ministry. And so after volunteering for about a year, just a few weeks ago, Mm. took on the opportunity to serve as the South Carolina State Director. Yeah, and I know, I remember at first when you started volunteering, hearing your name and just people saying, this lady's a genius, like she really knows what she's doing. And, And I remember even you started the Facebook page for South Carolina, all of a sudden they were like, I think they're getting more hits than the main Lifeline uh, page. And the Lord's just used your gifts in so many different ways in ministry. We're excited to see how you do those things. And and I know that you've also just been a huge advocate for foster care uh, in Charleston and uh, have seen even, uh, you know, the child recently that you were fostering go back to a reunification. And I know that's something that's big right now in Charleston. And because we're seeing that, that churches like East Cooper Baptist Church, where you attend, that, that churches are wanting to get engaged with helping birth parents actually become whole in getting their children back. But that's not just what's going on. Tell us a little bit about what is going on right now in Charleston through the Ministry of Lifeline. Sure. So in Charleston, we're really seeing that um, local churches are excited about family preservation. Um, in addition to work that we've continued to do supporting Christian families that are interested in adopting internationally, the local church is coming to us and saying, how can we work with local families in crisis that are in jeopardy of losing their children to foster care or ha- or who have recently lost their children to foster care and really bring about a ministry of reconciliation to them. So just two weeks ago, East Cooper launched our Families Count Ministry to the Charleston area. We are serving 10 families and 11 children are coming to Kids Count Child Care during that time. Um, my parents are actually serving as mentors. And so I get to see the 
background um, of, of how things are going and hearing from them about how the Lord is already at work in just the first two weeks of the mm-hmm. class. Um, we've also seen uh, a handful of local churches have the opportunity to be connected mm-hmm. with local churches that were um that we're doing work with internationally. And so Lifeline's getting this hand-holding opportunity of saying there's a local body in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. that is feeling God's unique calling to equip and support a local body internationally. And so how can we um, maintain a relationship and handhold both of those churches and then get out of the way and let the local bodies do what God has called them uniquely to do mm-hmm. in living out James 127? So we're seeing a lot of movement in a, in a couple of different places, which is really exciting. Yeah. And I know even as we had our staff retreat last week, you know, one of the things we talked about, which is so encouraging of what we see in Charleston, is getting the local church engaged and involved. And, you know, we talked a lot about that we aren't the local church, but we want to be a catalyst to the local church. And, you know, we, we want to see churches that maybe haven't been stepping out in some of these areas you know, just come and give them a little spark and a little push. And, you know, that's been an encouragement for me in Charleston is to see a church like you like you speak of, like East Cooper Baptist Church, who is this huge church that has so much potential and has been meant so much to the Mount Pleasant community and really the greater Charleston area. And just to see this little catalyst. And once they started to come to the Families Count training and started to get engaged with foster care, to really see them almost become the leader now in orphan care movement in that area. And it just took a little spark and a little catalyst. So if if, if a church leader is listening to this or a family is listening to this or, or just a resident of South Carolina or, or, or nearby states is listening, how can they get engaged with you and your team there in Charleston? It's a really great question. We have individuals and churches that have opportunities to activate their unique gifts to care for vulnerable children and their families um, in the Lowcountry and in all over South Carolina. We see the need for both families um, to participate in foster care and in families count mentoring, but we also see the need for um, churches and local bodies to wrap around those families that are participating in those ministry work. And so, especially in the need of childcare right now, mm-hmm. we have host churches that could serve more families in partnership with Lifeline if we had more wraparound services to provide childcare during those classes, mm-hmm. which is a really unique way that the Lifeline ministry works, mm-hmm. that we're able to say, it's not just the church going out on their own, that we can partner with them and serve them by activating other churches to wrap around them, to activate other families that are saying, I'm not yet ready to make a commitment to be a foster family, but I can serve in childcare while another family is getting licensed. I may not be in a place to mentor a family going through families count, but I can provide a meal to make sure that they are being fed and nourished during those classes. So um, we are absolutely looking for ways that we can get more childcare providers so that churches like East Cooper can continue to say yes on a regular high frequency basis and providing, um, providing more classes to the community. Yeah. And what, a, what an exciting thing to say is, is that it doesn't matter who you are or how old you are. There's something that you can do to get engaged. And, and we certainly want folks to be able to get engaged with our office and, and, and to get engaged with the ministry. And we want to be a catalyst. We, we want to see things, you know, just really continue to, to, to grow and, and to, to reach its potential 
in in South Carolina and just excited that you're on the team. So, you know, just uh, just talk a little bit more about just anything that you really see as, as God doing in South Carolina and, and just um, just just dreams and visions that you have for the future. Yeah, thanks for asking that question. I think we um, continue to see that as churches get a tiny glimpse of heaven, get a tiny glimpse of what it is going to be to glory in the Lord all day, every day for eternity, they talk to their neighbor and they talk to somebody at lunch or at Starbucks about, have you heard about this thing? I met a foster family the other day and they begin to advocate. And then that advocacy starts to show up in not just grassroots efforts, but we see churches then hosting prayer meetings about orphan care and asking us to come in to speak. And I hope that all churches in South Carolina, my vision is that we see all of our evangelical partners go out to other churches in the area and say, what are you doing about orphan care? Not because Lifeline's pushing the church, right? But because the church is living out a first Peter three life Mm -hmm. where they are living questionable lives and people are going, what is so strange and weird about the way you live your life? Mm -hmm. And we get to answer for the hope, which is the glory of the Lord. It's the glory of the cross. Mm. Um, But when you live these questionable lives around why are you doing foster care? Why in the world would you advocate that birth parents get their kids back? That's strange. It is countercultural. The advocacy moves out of grassroots and Mm. into more official places. We see it in church bulletins and in events and prayer meetings. And we want to see more of that. Mm. We want to partner with churches and provide them resources um, that if you've got a church bulletin, if you've got a website, if you've got a social media site where we can help with copy and mm-hmm. curriculum or anything that we can do to help support the church be an advocate of mm-hmm. living out a First Peter 3 life, we want to we help them do that. Amen. Well, one of the things that I love that really just, you know, really just undergirds what you've said is First Corinthians twelve? It says, "Whether you do, or whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord." And even the way that you came to our team in South Carolina as a foster parent, but was to say, "Let me volunteer to help you with your marketing and your technology." Mm-hmm. And you got to even present to our team just a, such a practical, but but gospel led way of how to use technology for the glory of God. And so it just reminds us: if you're in South Carolina or wherever you are, and you want to get connected to Lifeline. We need your gifts and abilities, whatever those are, for the glory of the Lord. And and one of the things that's just really impressed me in the short term time we've known each other, but even from me watching you from afar, is that the Lord has gifted you in so many unique areas. And I'm just encouraged to see how you use those continually, those gifts continually for His glory. And and you and your family, even in in the way that you all have had such technological businesses and, and positions, but you've used those for the glory of the Lord. And so we want to encourage folks in South Carolina and, and just really around the country to use your gifts for the glory of the Lord on behalf of the fatherless so that we can equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and widows and vulnerable children. So thank you for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.